0: Welcome to Fans of the Forge, I'm Chris, to my left we have Sean, and Sean. we have another episode with no Teresa, Yep. she is up at camp, she's going to be there for the rest of the summer, we may get some more episodes with her in, hopefully at some point during the summer, but until then it's just us
1: two. Just the two of us. <laughs> we can make, make it if it we try. try. Just the two of us, you, you and, and uh... I. All right. No more of that. That's yeah. over the top. Well, that's it. I mean, it's, that's all. I mean, I don't know the rest of the song. Oh, good. Okay.
0: Well, so this is a special episode. This is our Blade Show 2019 recap. Yes. We uh, attended the Blade Show for the first time ever. For the first time ever this past weekend. Um, and it was an adventure for it was sure. Yeah, it was a good time. It was definitely a good yeah, time. It was awesome. Our trip was crazy. Um, we're gonna start from the beginning. All right. So I woke up. Sean woke up. Did you? Chris woke up
1: earlier, probably. Oh yeah, I woke up pretty early. I was up early though. Yeah. Because you know, I was just like, it's like when you're expecting to wake up at a certain time, you're just like, a you're, you're, your body you're anticipating it. Yeah. yeah. You know. So I was up, and just fucking around with the dog. I'm like, all right, you need to go outside. Like, all right, I'm awake. You know, yeah. all this shit. So I, you know,
0: I, I got up when, right before my alarm went off, yeah. I was waking up. But prior to that, I had been woken up about an hour earlier. So my my sleep that I had been getting in preparation for this day was interrupted. Mm. And then I just, I had trouble getting out of bed when the alarm went off. So I woke up 15 minutes later than I planned. Oh, Whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that came along down the line. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready to go. And I said, I'm, I'll am i be there in half an hour. I'm sorry. They yeah. drive over, pick up Sean. Luckily, he's pretty close to the airport. So we got the car parked. Surprisingly to get into. close. I didn't
1: realize I was that close. Yeah,
0: it's really yeah. like not far mm-hmm. at all. And so we get into the airport. I have a case, a hard case, full of hot sauce that I brought with me to sell. Fans of the Forge brand. Pineapple right. Habanero and... Carolina Reaper mixed berry were the options there, and so you can't carry hot sauce bottles on the plane. You have to check no. it. So we walk in. The security line is completely full at the airport.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is stupid early in the it morning. It was
0: five a.m. on a
1: Friday morning. All right. I've never seen that many people. Uh, I, I mean, this I've never seen that many people that early. At that
0: I don't. Th- I don't. I've know. flown like. I think there's maybe been one time in my life that I've seen the security line full at the Bradley Airport, that full, like, when I've been there. Maybe, it, you know, other people have probably seen it worse, but for me, I that mean, was, I, like, one of the worst lines I've ever seen I there. Can
1: catch, like, a 7, an 8, and I've seen a line, like, kind of stupid like that. To be, like, 5 a.m. and have the line be like, I've never seen that before. So I don't, I don't know if they're just adding more and more, like... Early, early, early flights, and people are just like taking them. I that's the only thing I can figure. Well, it's also vacation season and stuff, too. These these animals, there animals (laughs) ruining our day. And then I'm about to like get within the ropes, and some lady comes over and is like, All right, go to the other uh, security checkpoint. So I gotta go to basically the other end. It's not a big airport, so I you know, it's it's just a walk through some.
0: How was the line over there?
1: Uh, it was kind of stupid it wasn't like that long it's not like that because it's you're in a hallway basically oh yeah so but like the line was like out into the hallway It was out outside of the ropes again it was kind of looping around it was stupid anyway it was very slow moving yeah so I don't think there was anything gained from me going over there there were like two lines coming together and like the inside no the outside woman's going a lot faster because there was two people checking tickets and ids okay. versus the one that i was in which is only a single person oh and i was
0: like this is stupid
1: so anyway i mean whatever. so
0: i had to check a bag i I said sean go to the your yeah. your gate which at this point we we had seen that we had different flight numbers which was odd which was w- really weird since we had the same flight time so we're like whatever i'll see you in atlanta you go get through i'll i'll Check my bag and I'll get through security. No, wasn't the flight time a little bit different? I thought originally it was maybe something I don't I, there know. There was it some, was change. like only off by a couple minutes. It was it was silly. It had different ending times or something or landing times. Yeah. Like. Um anyway, I checked my bag, I get in line, and again, I'm in the the main line there and just like you said, it is so slow. Like I could, it was unbelievably slow how this yeah. line was moving just to get through show your ID, and then go through TSA. In the meantime, I'm carrying a backpack full of camera equipment and a duffel bag with all my clothes. And I'm like, well, shoot, I have all these electronics in this bag, and you know they're going to make me take it out. And so I'm watching my time slowly go, because at this point, when I finally stood in the security line, it was about an hour before the flight was due to close the doors. Yeah i don't usually get there that late and i was very i was just like my anxiety level was through <laughs> yeah. the roof and i'm just i'm getting closer and closer and i see the time going down to 10 minutes left before they close the door and i'm like at the point where i can i'm just about to put my stuff down on like the 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 buckets to go through the security scanning but the line, even to go through the scanner, <laughs> isn't moving. And I'm like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, this is bad. This is not going to happen. I'm going to miss yeah. my flight.
1: I'm at the gate, and like, I text Chris. I'm like, yeah, did you get through security yet? I'm just like waiting. I'm like, mm. I'm like, I'm losing
0: it. I, yeah. I asked the person, do I need to take this camera coming out to go? It saves us time. And then if they see it in the bag, they're going to probably check the bag. I'm like, all yeah. right. So I do that. Luckily they opened one of the x-ray machines that goes right next to the scanner. Right. And they let like eight or 10 people through and I got in on one of those. (laughs) So like, I'm like, oh, the universe wants me to get this flight. So I grab all my stuff. I shove it all in and close it as best as I could. I don't bother tying my shoes. I don't bother putting my belt back on. I grab everything and I run down the airport to to the gate. There's maybe one person who just beat me to the gate I think there were two people that got on the plane after me <laughs> and I walk in and I see Sean sitting there. I'm yeah. like, what the hell? And yeah. He's like, yeah. I guess we're on the same flight. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so I was like, all right. And I go and I chose a window seat and I didn't have any time to go through security. And like I normally would for a flight, go to the bathroom, get something to drink, hang out, relax. Yeah. So like, I, already, I had to pee. I'm getting on this oh, flight. Man. It was bad news. Luckily, the flight was fine. And uh, we landed in Atlanta. No real major issues. Caught an Uber yep. over. Um, And then we... Well, we hit
1: the hotel, hit the hotel checked the hotel, in.
0: Checked in, dropped off our, you know, whatever stuff we didn't yep. need. And met
1: Alex Ruiz. And we headed over to uh, the convention center. Yeah, and... the Cobb
0: Galleria there. Yep. And Alex... Brought us our badges because he signed us up with him. So he helped us out quite a bit there. Yeah. And I went in with Alex. You had some weird I had badge, a green. A green exhibitor badge.
1: Yeah. So uh, you can't get in whenever you want. If you have the green, you can only get... There was a special like green, almost like a, a special time for those people to get in, which was stupid because it was like after the... Early bird? Yeah, after the early bird people get in, and then the people with the green badges can get in, which was stupid because there's still 15, an exhibitor badge.
0: It was a 15-minute window. It was a 12 o'clock yeah. when they opened it for the early bird, and then 12 15.
1: 12, 15. the green badges can get in. I was like, well, what's the point? It's like, how is that makes no sense? No. But anyway, you, luckily our buddy Ben. Yeah, uh, I was hanging out with Ben Sechrist. And uh, his wife. Yeah, Fiery Ice Forge. Yep, yep. So we were shooting the shit. Um, I got a chance to kind of cruise
0: yeah. the floor a little and uh, Let me check it out. Yeah, I t- chatted with a few people that we knew mm-hmm. and some people that knew who we were. Like right off the bat, we were uh, right yeah. across the aisle from Goat and Hammer Forge, and Jessica and Mark there. They knew yep. who we were. Nice, and they were awesome. And yep. Jessica was like, first things like, here, try out the sword that we made uh, the yeah. the recreation of the one from our episode. Nice. And, oh, here, how about the trench knife? We made another oh, trench knife, too. See, I didn't get any of this. Well, that was our own fault. Missed we missed out. Have, we could have stopped back at their their place, but we just were so busy
1: later on. Oh, yeah, it was tough. They were swamped the oh, whole yeah. show. Oh, yeah, for nonstop. sure.
0: So it was cool getting to do that, and I kind of just, like, tried to take it all in and, and get an idea of what I was looking at, and it was a weird initial... You know, right. walk in just because I had no idea what to expect, and there's so many different equipment manufacturers, and it's massive. That room is
1: humongous. Oh yeah, it's big. It's humo- It's like a football field, and it's just. And there's a second room. Yeah, there's in the second like there room. There
0: was over a thousand exhibitors at yeah. the show. It was, it was crazy. Massive. And there was a good amount of people waiting in line to get into getting tickets and all that. Oh yeah, that really that line long. to get
1: in was was insanely long when like all along the top floor wrapped around down you know it was it was nuts and this was
0: friday this wasn't even on saturday
1: and so i was
0: able to catch the opening of the doors for the first people the early birds to come through yeah so i was right inside the door recording video of that which was kind of neat to watch them come through and then um I just went back and kind of walked around, waited for you to get in there, and we just started walking around the show. Right, and that was our whole first day was we walked around Blade Show and just took in all the sights And right, we had brought camera equipment, but it was like I didn't feel like doing anything with it yeah. that day because I
1: was still I was still trying to learn the lay of the land, right? See where everything is, check out what's going on, find out kind of how how it all works. And we bought some wood. Yeah, we bought some some uh, cheap scale wood and. In a bargain box. And, yeah, uh, yeah I mean, you know, it was, it was a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, well, we, what did we do? We got dinner with going... Ben, right? At
0: Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, that yeah. night. Yep. Saw a bunch of people that were at the show. Right. Um, you know, we, we had stopped in and said hello to, like, Spicy Mike, uh, Mike Curley, and then mm. uh, Ryan, Ryan Brewer. Brewer. Yep. And they just happened to be at Buffalo Wild Wings that night yeah, as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think we spotted... Trent and Ty walking. Through
1: oh yeah, the road, we saw right? Trent and Ty walking yeah. around with his hat, yeah, and, and every feather and yeah, all that good stuff.
0: And then, uh, you know, we went, made our way to the pit after. Yeah, that. Yeah, went to the pit. Which it was kind of, mm-hmm. it
1: was good. It was... That night, I mean, I don't know if them, uh, we were there kind of early. We got there early. We right. got there early, so yeah, it's just a place to drink and hang out and but see basically everyone.
0: At that point, before the show was even over, like. Ben was saying that we
1: look like we're dead. like just. Oh, yeah. He's like, you guys look like, oh, shit. You guys look <laughs> horrible. I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. <laughs> so, yeah, it was a long day. We were really tired. When did we get back? Like eleven, eleven thirty. Yeah. Like, you know, and it was pass out city for me.
0: Oh, yeah. Pretty much the same for me. Yeah. And as it was, I had come into this whole trip with a cold. Yeah. And so I was just wiped, completely wiped. And then
1: luckily we just woke up on our own in the morning at yeah. like I don't remember close to eight ish. Yeah, it was it was a little bit later than I was expecting. It was yeah, it was after eight, I'd say. It was just good. I woke up a little before you and I was like
0: laying there and I'm like, I don't feel like getting out of bed right now. I'm know. not gonna wake Sean up. What the fuck's know. the point? And so you know, we got up at around eight. We still managed to get over there before there was too many people in the show and luckily the hotel we were at had the shuttle over there
1: so that was yeah it was nice. easy and um we we got the audio equipment, we got the camera equipment set up. We're walking around with yeah. all that shit picking out, all right, let's let's hit these people up.
0: Yeah, we talked to Robbie Bowman, Robbie Bowman, Chad Osborne, yeah. Ryan Brewer. Yep. Uh who else did we talk to?
1: Uh Well, we didn't. We didn't interview Kirk Ray Kirk.
0: No, he was there with Chad. Yeah. Um. Um. There was the guys from Joiner Die Knives. Yep. That we talked to. We also, I mean, in between all of this, we were taking pictures. Like the weirdest thing about this for us was that a lot of guys knew who we were, which is really cool. We were getting approached and people saying they loved what we were doing and wanted to take pictures with us, and so. We were shocked, and and then we were just because of the energy of the show. Like you get so tired so fast. Yeah. Like we got ten interviews done that day, which if you compare it to how like Pigeon Forge went last year, we did we did more in two days interview wise, but it was also way less
1: people. It, it was it a was, lot. It was a lot easier to at Pigeon Forge because everyone was in this one area. It wasn't swamped with people. Yeah. And you could just. You know, go up to them, say, "Hey, you know, we were saying like, hey, when you're ready to do an interview, come over to us. Yeah. We're under a tent with some chairs, like hang out and we'll we'll, we'll chit chat, right? You know, we we had to walk this giant floor, find people, and do interviews on the spot. on the spot, on the fly, and we kind of kept them short because we had to, and uh, but they were they were good. It was good." Yeah, And you know, it wasn't like stupid questions. It's like, like, you
0: don't want to take too much of these people's
1: time no, absolutely like, during a not. show
0: like this because there's people coming by. Right. So, so
1: it, was, it was all good stuff. Um, who
0: else did we bump into? Uh, we met Morgan, who was working with Big Blue. Right. And she's like, oh, you should come chat with us. And we yeah. did a little video with them. We did get a picture with Travis Wirtz and chatted with him for a little while. That was cool just to hang out and watch yeah. him and Josh Weston were messing around right. on the grinder. Um, we went to the Epic booth and met a bunch of people there, oh, yeah. including um, Josh Nicolaitis and Dustin Rhodes, who work at <laughs> yeah. Dustin Rhodes shop. Um, and while we're there, we're like, "Well, Dustin, he was on Master of Arms and fortune and Fire." He's right. like, "Dude, what? Can we interview you? Because that'd be great." And so he, we interviewed him. Great interview. If it hasn't come out yet, it will soon. And he's like, "Hey, you know what?" I want you guys to t- take something. And so he gave me this freaking tomahawk. He's just like, what do you want, a tomahawk or a knife?" I go, a tomahawk, I guess? And he's like, here you go, take it. I'm like, yeah. are you serious? He goes, yeah, man, go for it. And then I'm like, I'm going to use the hell out of this thing. I'm going to freaking show it in videos. Yeah, it's amazing. That's
1: what it's all about.
0: It is really cool. I've been really.
1: I'm envious of that tomahawk. Gotta, I've
0: been admiring it the last yeah. few days. Like I'm, I'll come through here, take a quick peek at it and i'll see something new like of how he he ground something or, or the design of it and be like wow that's really yeah that's really impressive so i've also been practicing swinging this oh. thing oh. because i'm going to get like maybe a rack of ribs or or maybe oh. a big old chunk of beef that i can hang <laughs> from a tree limb oh, and hack with this thing right. we're going to video that okay and then if we have some extra meat you could also try your uh
1: the blade that he gave you yeah the yeah, the the copper blade with the Alligator bone handle, which is pretty, which is oh, awesome. awesome. We posted
0: yeah. pictures on our Instagram too. Yeah, it's pretty that. cool.
1: So yeah, thanks for that, man. It I'm was awesome. It. it
0: was really cool. And we have some other interviews. Uh, I apologize for not remembering whoever. Oh, Neil Kammamira. Neil Kammamira. Yeah, we, we, we got to mention that. Him. We did get to chat with Neil. Yep, absolutely, uh, that was great. And, you know, we bumped into so many cool people, like... Um, Burt Foster. Burt Foster. <laughs> yeah. We were talking to Mike Dibert in the yeah. ABS section, and Burt Foster came walking up, and, and Mike already knew who we were, and he introduced <laughs> yeah. us, and yeah. we're like, oh, this is awesome. and Yeah. We, yeah.
1: we got to meet
0: Fwad Akawi Oh, yeah, I finally got to meet Fuad. That was cool. It's cool, yeah. Don Halter stopped by. Oh, yeah, Don, yeah. Oh, yep. I mean, first thing in the show, I met Keith Hill and yeah. Zeke uh, Minacho, who were the... Finalist in season two of knife uh, or death yep i mean we just kept seeing people everywhere and, yeah. and a lot of guys oh, uh ethan lee who we interviewed recently right brandon williams who was somebody that we didn't pick to win and then he ended up winning on that episode he let us know <laughs> you know <that's laughs> right. was, everybody well, was always, very cool always about do it that. yeah uh gene hodges Furman uh yep. from tano uh customized um tyler hackbarth we did an interview with him while we were there yeah um, just so much. Oh, yeah. And we also have to mention we met Ben Abbott. We got a nice picture with Ben Abbott. Right. I got another picture with Ben Abbott later on when he <laughs> photobombed us when oh, we were yeah. in the pit. Yeah, that's I fun. was taking a picture with Josh Weston and Charles Ellis. It goes by Charles Linehart or Charlie yep. Linehart, And uh, in the background, you see two heads popping in. You see... <laughs> Ben Abbott, yeah. just like with his tongue out, going like, ah. yeah, And then uh, Ethan Lee got his head in on the other yeah. side of us. So I was like, oh my, I didn't notice it until after the fact. Yeah, was and good. that
1: picture went up. That was pretty cool. Uh, we also met Doug Markita.
0: Oh, we met Doug yeah, that was cool. How, we can't skip that no, part. No, no, no. And not only did we meet Doug Markita, we went up to him. He saw our name badges as Chris and Sean. He's like, oh, hello, Chris and Sean. I go, Sean, uh, Doug, have you ever heard of <laughs> Fans of the Forge? He goes, that's you guys? <laughs> yeah. Of course. You guys interviewed Jay. Like, yeah, you're going you do you to do an interview with
1: Jay. You're not going to do an interview with me.
0: And we're like, of course. We've been trying for a yeah. year, Doug. So
1: hopefully that'll be coming up soon. Work that well, out. I don't know the uh, woman's name that
0: was working with him, but she right. knew us. Yes, that's like, right. Because she then said, wait, isn't there three of you? Where's yeah. th- Where's the third one? And All I go, right. oh, well, Teresa's at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Yep. But. That was another thing. A lot of people were like, "Where's Teresa?" Yeah, that's true. And so she was. She. Yeah. She, you know, she came back and she listened to my tale of everything that happened, but she was blown away by how many people were asking about her. Yeah. <laughs> and, and and so like, after that, she's we're on 100%. She's like, "I'm going
1: next year, 100%. I'm like, okay, <laughs> we're doing it. Yeah. It's a good time. And, and then uh, we got to watch some blade sports happening. Oh yeah, the blade sports. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. cool. That was really cool.
0: Yes, some friends of ours were in there, like uh, Joe Smith. Big Chris. Big Chris. Uh, Dr. Mrs. Big Chris was in there (laughs) for the women's competition. Um, I think Shandy Smith was in there for the women's competition as well. And um, there were some other people we had seen before. And there was... uh, I, I don't remember everybody's name, but there was one guy whose story was that he had seen the Blade Sports competition at the last Blade Show, and then he... It's like, I want to try that out. I think I can do it. And within a year, he went from never having done anything like that to being in the finals of the blade sports for the, that's the national finals competition.
1: So that was really awesome to see that.
0: And the the course was pretty
1: cool. It was a good course. They had to bring it inside because of the weather. Otherwise it would have been outside. So they made do, which is cool, and uh, it was a good good event though yeah good event, good times I think who else we saw we we bumped into Mavagani,
0: who was on knife for Death, and uh, that was that was he's yeah. an interesting guy it was cool to get a picture with him. I mean we also talked to John Stokes um, you know we saw a bunch of guys Sean Shropshire, Dana Dupuy was mm-hmm. there, and um, Paige steinhardt yep. we, took, we did an interview with him. Right. Um we met the the famous Miko Arisu that's right. from the Facebook don't take, groups. Don't take her picture. No, oh, we don't we're not. But <laughs> we oh, you know. know it was just great that we yeah. could finally meet her because yeah. she'd shared so much of our stuff in the past. And, and so she
1: brought along a bunch of baked goods. Five boxes, it looked yeah. like she shipped from a lot. from where she came from. Yeah. And brownies, cookies, Rice Krispie Krispie Treats, treats, Snickerdoodles.
0: Incredible. And they were delicious. It It was was absolutely amazing. And, um, yeah, we we saw Jason Reddick. Again, Josh Weston, we were all over the place seeing, and we kept bumping into him all. (laughs) Oh, yeah, it was funny. Like,
1: you just turn around, hey, there's Josh.
0: Yeah. Um. Jason Knight. Jason Knight and his family. Yeah, his whole family, yeah. Um, so that was cool to see them. (laughs) Yep. And, um. There's so many people, I don't yeah. want to forget anybody. Mareko, we bumped into. Oh, yeah, Mareko with Will Stelter, Will Stelter and yeah. Kurt Haland. Yeah, um, so that was a great picture yeah. that we got. Uh, just so many people. Um, and I'll post all the pictures here. So if I didn't say your name, but we got a picture with you, or you posted a picture with us, I'll try to post it up here as well. Yeah. And then we, you know, then there's the legendary pit on Saturday night, we went into the pit. Yeah. And well, okay, so we went back to the hotel room first and kind of just crashed. Yeah. And, uh, the, the, okay, so this was something that we should mention. And I know it was brought up on this week's knife talk by, uh, Jeff Fader, the internet really sucked there, <laughs> yeah. and I couldn't post anything myself. And yeah, I took so many pictures and sad. videos. I would have been posting like constantly if I could yeah. get signal, but I couldn't. So I would take all these pictures and then go
1: out near the windows in the hallway and then post like a bunch at a time. Well, and then we walk outside to go to the other room, and you'd get some signal, and you'd get like your phone would be going blowing up because oh yeah, oh, likes hundreds, and stuff. hundreds
0: of likes and stuff coming yeah. through like. If I had had access the whole time, right. that could have been, like, parsed out. But also, have, I would have been able to post more and do more about that.
1: Well, and then they, they mentioned on Knife Talk that there is, like, a guest Wi-Fi there. I saw the sign for it, like, the last day we were there. Oh. And I was like, there was Wi-Fi? And then, yeah, it was like there was one sign. Um, and it, they didn't tell the people that were trying to sell knives at the show using, like, cards. Anything. Yeah, there was one stand-up sign by where the the badge booth kind of was, yeah, on that top area, but it was it was like you wouldn't, no one would even really know to look at it, right? You would know, you had no idea. So and I, but then I don't know how well that signal would have been, right, throughout the place, but it still it would have existed, so maybe it would have helped out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so. Well, what are you gonna do? So anyway, oh, and well, we can't forget that we did. Bump into Colin Sage, of Colin Hippo Sage, Hodge yeah.
1: While we were chatting yeah. with Robbie Bowman and Chad man, Osborne, we bumped into him almost as many times as uh, as Weston, yeah.
0: And every time we see him, he would come up to us <laughs> and say, "What are you following me?" It's like, "What, dude? We're we're uh, so busy, we don't know what's going oh, man, on."
1: That guy's funny. He was a good dude, yeah. and we met his uh,
0: girlfriend, girlfriend or wife yeah. right there. I, I wasn't girlfriend. sure, girlfriend. And um, very nice, very nice. And we and then you know we bumped into him in the pit. We met we saw Andreas Kalani walking through there a few times, so we got to say hello
1: to him. We saw Ryu.
0: Oh yeah, we saw Ryu in the around. pit. Yeah. I mean, there's so many people yeah. there. I mean, you see all these pictures of people in the pit and you know, I don't remember seeing any of them there at the time we were there, but they're just so big and there's so many people. Yeah. At one point, we saw a table that had Spicy Mike, Dave Parthmore, and oh yeah, Parthmore, uh, yeah. Don Halter, yep. and oh, we also met Mike Vinoy when we met Dave Parthmore out in the hallway. At one uh, point, we
1: also saw um, oh man, Josh from Rhode Island.
0: Oh Prince, Josh, Josh Prince, Prince, that's yeah. right. Yeah, And We walked yep. around with him for a little bit. Yep. Um, so that was kind of cool. I mean, so many people. I mean, yeah, just so many. And we got to hang with them and good time. It man. was a great good time, time yeah. for sure. And then you know we had to mm, uh, we walked back to the hotel at like yeah it was fine. What time did we get back that night? It was like I don't know. We had four hours of sleep. Maybe it was one o'clock by the time we we had off to wake up early. We had an early flight. And so we get we we ordered a ride from the hotel to the airport.
1: Bad idea. I don't know what I should have just done. Uber, I yeah. feel like that would have gone way better. Well, I said Uber's running that early, and I mean, I I wouldn't know.
0: I, in the Supposedly past, they might. I've had them run that early, okay? And so they, they probably could have. Like, yeah. If I had found something, I probably would have worked. But anywho,
1: we our told the guy at the, the front <laughs> desk, all right, we need a, a cab for when? For was it
0: qu-
1: quarter to five or something? Something, something like that. Something I don't like remember that, all the right? exact times anymore, but. Uh, I don't know. So, so like, he's like, okay, I'll set it up. So then we come down in the morning, waiting for the cab. He's like, all right, I'm going to call and see where he is. All right, he's going to be like half an hour away. Well, no, he was only 10 minutes away, he said. He I, like 10 I thought late, 10 so to that. 20 minutes away. Oh, is so that what he said? Add. Okay. And then... Okay, the cab finally shows up. We get in, the guy's like, "Oh, sorry I'm late. Like the guy called me like quarter to 4 and told me I had to with like an hour, less than an hour of notice yeah. or something <laughs> yeah. to come pick us up. It's like, like, what did oh, fuck? Didn't tell you last night. I mean, it was before midnight when we got in. So, so again, we get to the airport
0: late. We walk in and of course, the bag check line
1: is. the oh first my thing you god! See, and it was full. What a shit show! Just to drop your stupid <laughs> bag off, <laughs> right? Just, just for them to take it. Take my freaking bag, man! It was, it was insane. You had cool. like, there's kiosks that are open. Okay, no problem. If you need to get a ticket, you need to put in. There. Right, I have a bag to check.
0: It didn't work. Well, went, yeah, you had a so problem. I go up to it yeah. and I go, I want to check this bag, and I put it all in, and it says. Uh, you, gotta Eric, you gotta see an agent right like, like, okay everybody's going
1: to see the agents anyway there's, what's the point the switchback hell line there just to drop off your stupid bag and there is about f- uh, three four people working and of to course do at that. this point we are already we are up this- against it man we our have- backs are against the wall we like we have no choice like we have to check our knives and tomahawks somehow yeah. right so now
0: granted we, we have could have to do. we could have had some but like send that stuff back for us if
1: we wanted to. If but we didn't think it would be a problem. No. Of course it, it you know, but the then this we get to the airport and it's it's, it's crapshoot. So I get in line and I'm like, and all think. right, I'm like, all right, I see more delta. Like mm-hmm. it's big, and I see more of it on the other side. I'm Like, let me check this out. So I started walking. On the opposite side of where those checkers were, it was like Delta priority. I was like, all right, well, that's no good. We can't use that. Right. But then there was More Delta general board general like shit. There's like one lady working. I start walking back. I see another lady like walking towards. I'm like, hey, we drop our bag over here. There's like four people like in line. It's like, yeah, like we're not fully open yet, but I'm gonna be open up in like five minutes. All right, fine. I'm like, Chris, get over here. Yeah. Get over there. We're kind of waiting a little bit. Like, it wasn't the, the, too bad, though. The agents there are like dilly-dallying. They're like drinking their coffee. They're like waiting to punch in. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah, thanks a lot. <laughs> so finally we do that. Fine. Done. Then we start like, all right, let's go. Let's go find security. Let's go find where we got to check in. Dude, what a joke that was. <laughs> so we're walking by. There's like a little food court, and there's a dude like holding a yellow rope. So you can't cross into it. was like, "Hey, everybody, you got to go down to the green sign. It says security check-in or whatever." Yeah, like it was just—it like, wasn't that yeah. far. It was yeah. like you know, what, twenty yards? Okay, we go down there. It's and we see like you could see the line like through the food court. Yeah, and I remember one girl saying, Haha, they're in line for Popeyes." <laughs> no, they weren't. They were in line for ch- for security. <laughs> that was- it was it was so far long. That he, he had to block off, he had to use his rope to block off so people couldn't cut through the food court right. because the lines were so long for security at that point in the morning. And there were three separate lines. There yep. was one that just went straight, there was one that went like around the food court perimeter, one that went the opposite direction. Yep. It, was, it was insane. And then... There's like some convergence point, there's, there's like no a separate to it one that I
0: could see, but then
1: all no, there's of, all of a sudden you, there would be like
0: waves of people this, moving. Yeah, there's instead huge. of a slow movement you'd be nothing, nothing, nothing. Then like fifty people would get moved somewhere and everybody Yeah, would like, and so stop it was
1: again. odd. And then it happened a few more times. You finally like start getting up into the lines. It took us it took us like twenty minutes just before we could even see the security right. back
0: and forth hell that And then an announcement comes
1: on. Welcome to Atlanta Airport, the most efficient airport in the country. <laughs> we all start laughing like that's a joke, right? <laughs> like you're not serious, right? And uh uh, then we start moving. We start moving, kind of. And it's just like the
0: flight before, and where I'm like looking at my watch. Yeah, and I mean, this my is, heart rate is increasing is, as each minute passes. Yeah, this
1: is not cool. So then, like, we're going through the zigzags, and this lady pulls open a rope, and she's like, "All right, you guys can go through here." Or and someone's like, "Does it go somewhere different?" She's like, "No, it all goes to the same place." Yep. We're like, okay, so we go this way, and then it runs into like. A separate hallway, uh, another hallway with a bunch of people in it, and then you—we can't see like what's at the end. We don't know how far this stretches because yeah. there's like a wall that's got like the frosted glass. You can't see past it. You don't know what's ahead. Well, we're just standing there. We're like are just waiting, and there's like this one girl with like a guitar who speaks like some sort <sighs> of broken English, and she's showing her, like her ticket, and her flight is at like five thirty, and it's like. Five twenty, and or no, whatever time no, it was no, no. she so she was flipping out because her boarding time
0: started in 10 minutes the boarding time oh. not the doors closing so because well, so she didn't realize that but i was she ended up being in my line when i got up to because yeah, John we, and I, got yeah separated. I, was, I was like i'll race you yeah so we're <laughs> racing two steps here and right. then waiting for five minutes but anyway eventually we see the end of the line and we're like okay we're looking at our watches we're like we might be able to do this. This is going to be close. But if this line moves, I can see that that's where the people are putting their stuff in the bins.
1: Well, yeah, we can see that there's security people like checking tickets and IDs. Yeah. And then there's a place to put it. It's immediate your shit.
0: rather than like at bradley where you check yeah you check it checked, and, then, and then, you, then you have to wait in
1: line again right before you it's right where the bins are basically yeah and so, it's like this automated system where bins are flowing underneath yeah if you're lucky because oh. like people are like waiting to put their shit and at one point i was waiting for a bin and
0: nothing was coming back to me yeah. and some other guy was like about to walk up and i was like sorry dude I bin.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh yeah. i again had the camera equipment to deal with and had to you know i was like okay i'm not even gonna bother i left it in the the case i ran it through security and i said if it's gonna get checked it gets checked at this point yeah whatever what am i gonna do and it didn't get checked i was able to get all my bags and then you came through like yeah it's after that and we booked and we're like, it all right great now we gotta hop on the stupid train yeah we ran to the train went to
1: it was only two on two stops there were b gate which is fine Like, all right, fine. But then we had booked it
0: off the train, up the escalator, oh, yeah. and down the freaking terminal, like halfway yeah. down the terminal to get to this. And we made it by, like, three minutes.
1: Yeah, it was it was close. And it was like, holy shit. Never again am no, I. No I will, way. I'm
0: going to plan for an hour earlier than that for whatever I, flight f- next time. Yeah, I mean. That is craziness, especially going through Atlanta. Bradley, I think, was an anomaly. But I think going through Atlanta next year when we're coming home, I think the plan is, whatever we did this year, go for an hour earlier. Get up and just don't stay <laughs> freaking late. It's
1: pulling all-nighter. Like, oh, it, yeah, so, it was so damn early. Who would have known? I never would have guessed that it would have been that bad that early in the morning. Right. I mean, and part of it was just to drop off your bag. Oh, just yeah. to drop off your bag. There's a stupid long-ass line for this. Are you crazy? How efficient is this? Don't give me that efficient... BS, man. It's not the most efficient airport. No. can't be. Not like that, where you gotta stand in line for, what, 20 minutes to just drop your bag on a belt? Well,
0: I guess let's think about it this way. If there there were so many people there, right? If there were that many people in the Bradley airport, would it have been handled as quickly as this one? I feel like they maybe had a little bit of experience with handling that number of people, because there was just so many more than
1: Bradley can handle, because it's like a way bigger hub of an airport. You have to know, you have to know how many people are coming for a flight, flights that early in the morning. Mm-hmm. You need to have agents there to get those people gone. Like, yeah. pass that shit through. That's ridiculous. That I mean, just I, to see lines like that. I, and they, then no one's saying- They have so can go, many you desks. You split it up. They have so many desks and
0: only, what, two or three of them are open. And I know that it they have crazy. only so many people they can hire for
1: that, but- Security is, like, different. More. Security is going to suck. I know it was gonna suck that bad. It 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 it, you know, it moved, but like the bag thing was just like ludicrous. Yeah. Like if you stayed in that line, who knows what would happen. Oh, we definitely wouldn't have made it. It was so crazy. Anyway, we made it home. We got on our
0: flight. Yeah and it ended up being like mostly empty. Like there were just not many people going back. So it was a pretty spread out flight, which was nice to kind of at least have a little bit of
1: relaxation. Nice short one, too. Oh, a few. let's see. What
0: else did we not mention? We did buy some knives, which I'll have pictures posted. Oh, yeah. I have mine right here that I bought from Bubba Cantrell of Belmont Blade Works. This badass Mm. Damascus blade I really liked. And uh, so we got this from him. And then you bought a uh, mono steel kind of version with a little bit of a different handle and that also came with a blacksmith knife. Yep. And then we got all sorts of free stuff. And People giving us stickers, a couple of shirts, uh Noble Savage Fords, hats. Ford, so oh, Smoky uh, Mountain, Smokey Mountain, was Mountain knife was just giving words. out hats. Yeah. We both got two hats each, the yeah, and the black. The black is, is nice. The black's a really black's good nice. hat. That's why we're both wearing yeah. it. It's good. Um we well, yeah, we met Deke Parker and Brian Evelich and uh Bubba Cantrell. Yep. And uh I forget the guy's name, but he goes by 13 E Rock or Clean Slate Forge. They were all in the same Forge and Fire episode. We got to meet them. Yep. Um we got to we we lucked out at one point during hanging out in the pit and we went up to use a bathroom that was more secluded. Oh, and yeah. it just so happened that our, our friends, the, the Knight family, were yeah. right there kind of hanging out, yep. chatting with some people. And, uh, so we, we stopped talking and, with Shelly for like 45 minutes. Yeah. We stopped, yeah. Talked to <laughs> Shelly Knight and that was great. Yeah. And while we're there, Mareko at some point bumped in, we said hello yeah. to him and Colin Sage walked by yeah. and it yeah. was, it was cool. You know, yeah. we owe a lot to the, the Knight family and I'll, I'll continue to say how much they've helped us yeah. and we, we love them and we would do anything for those guys. You know, the whole family yeah. are great you mean tiger lily and tristan are both submitting knives and and swords at the show like they had photos taken of some of their work incredible stuff yeah and so it was epic it was really an overall just an epic trip again we met so many people that knew who we were it was amazing we got our first taste of this community what it's really about like in person um and yeah so it was incredible yeah a lot of cool stuff a lot of stuff to think about it made me extremely motivated to come home and start making stuff on my own so yeah. i had bought this wood carving kit cuz i want to be able to make the crossbow bolts for the giveaway that we still have to pay up mm-hmm. on and uh i started practicing on a, a wooden spoon blank that i got the other day and was was working on that so that was kind of fun we're you trying to make that into a club or something yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so like it's definitely a spoon cuz it comes well, no, it's shaped like a spoon. Nah. And it's the size of a regular wooden cooking spoon. Uh-huh. But it comes super thick, like thicker than this handle. Mm-hmm. And so I I was trimming it down. And then I got to a point where I was like, well, this would be what a knife handle would feel like for my hand. Like it's mm-hmm. the right size. So I said, well, why am I going to continue to shave this down to a regular wooden spoon handle size that would be a thin handle when this is comfortable and this could be used as kind of a guide? Is that kind of how you're going to hold it though?
1: If well, no, I was,
0: I was designing, I, I the way that I kind of carved it down would be similar to a knife handle design, like holding something like this. Yeah. So the way that it's designed, it would fit kind of like right. this. Yeah, and then the...
1: But what you're going to keep going as a spoon, though.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not going to go super... I like, the spoon, it's, right now it's a big bulbous end. Right. I'm going to definitely make a spoon mm. out of it And maybe even try to forge something to put on there. Maybe add some sort
1: of forged metal stuff to it. But are you going to keep the handle like... I want to keep it. Like as if you're holding a knife? Yeah. But you're not stirring that way.
0: So it'll be like... I know that. I'm not planning on <laughs> using it for that. This is more of like a blank. Just a fun spoon. It, it'll be like a little club more than it will oh. be a spoon. I'm not going to go super heavy on the spoon stuff. And I'm, again, if I add some cool stuff to it, it might make a cool looking little weapon
1: or you something. Like pop some nails in the end of that spoon, make it like Oh, yeah, you could do you I was know, thinking dangerous back. Yeah.
0: Or hmm. I, like I looked up a war spoon to see if that was actually a thing. Hmm. It turns out it's a D&D weapon. Oh. And it, they look pretty bad, All right. But they're usually... Longer and metal, and then it's kind of like it. It looks like a long handle thing with just a big kind of bulbous spoon at the end, but it has mm. a metal piece in the center of it that's kind of like a a circle. That's rather. It's not really a spoon,
1: but they okay. called it a war spoon. Critical anyway. bite. Critical digestion.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> <It's So>, twenty. <laughs> so I'm gonna continue doing that, and that's just so I can kind of get the gist of what I need to do to make the crossbow bolt which we have to work on and finish mm-hmm. up soon um but yeah that was the trip nice and you know that was it go, we're gonna go back next year yeah I think. good times that was really fun and uh i guess that's it uh thanks to alex ruiz again for yeah, hooking yeah absolutely up. thanks to ben from fire rice forge and his wife for hanging with us all weekend yeah. they were Around they doing their own things, but then yeah. we'd keep bumping into them, and then we just go walk around with Ben for a little bit and get yeah. some stuff and
1: all the Smiths that we met and took pictures with. You had uh Spicy Mike help to uh, sell some of your hot oh, sauce. Oh, that's right. So yeah, I brought this hot sauce, this
0: pineapple habanero, and then the ghost, uh, the the Reaper pepper hot sauce that I made with some berries. And I didn't have time to sell it. I you know Alex had his table set up, and yeah. we could have asked him for space, but I was like, you know what, I'd rather walk around. Right. We're gonna do interviews. So I talked to Spicy Mike, and he he grabbed my bottles, and he sold some for me at the show. So I actually officially sold some of my hot sauce. Nice, That's kind of nice. So, And a lot of people seem to like the, the pineapple hot sauce. So I'm going to make a larger batch of that soon. And when I'm ready, I'm going to get a Netsy store set up for it. And, and then maybe we'll do some other Fans right. of the Forge sort of stuff up there, some cool. merch or something. All that right. could be nice. I like it. But anyway, that was our experience. Blade Show 2019. It was amazing. We had a lot of people asking us to come to other events. Um, yeah. Whether or not we can do that remains to be seen. We will discuss it over the coming months. But there are some events coming up, like the Pigeon Forge Grudge Match down at Iron Metal Metal Craft in Pigeon Forge, Tennessee. Um, I don't remember the exact dates offhand. But you can- 27,
1: 28, 29.
0: Okay. And then there's also Blade Show West, which a lot of guys wanted us to go to
1: and is impossible that's gonna be tough for us that's portland
0: and that's you know it's gonna be difficult but we'll see we'll see and you know there's all sorts of other stuff that we can be doing but that's it it was a great weekend thanks to everybody that hung with us and and was cool to us there and who followed us after that and have been sharing our stuff since because since then like all these people have been blowing up our spot on facebook and instagram sharing our stuff and we've been growing a lot over the last week and it's been been huge. So thanks, everybody. We really appreciate it. And we will catch you sometime soon, I guess. All right.
1: thanks. Thanks.